Good morning, folks. It's Doug Godfrey here with another uh, session or episode of Married with Grandchildren. Uh, well, we have, as, as everyone in the world knows today, it's opening day of baseball season. There's a lot of uh, cause for optimism for both the local teams, Yankees as always, and the Mets should be a lot better than they have been. Um, that being said, they both uh, they both play today. I believe the whole league plays on opening day. Um, the Yanks will open with Garrett Cole. Uh, might be a little cold and damp in uh, New York today around 1 o'clock. Uh, I hope they can all fight through it, uh, especially when you're making, you know, millions and millions of dollars. We'll get to that in a second. Um, the Mets... Uh, must see TV tonight if I could stay awake. Uh, Jason Degrom against Scherzer. Um, I just uh, heard that I think four Nationals are out uh, due to COVID and contact tracing. Hard to believe that that's still going on um, again with guys who get paid to play. You would think that the um, the recommended. Uh, uh, regimen and uh, uh, health care plan for the team would be a little more detailed than uh, uh, the one that's utilized up here in uh, Dunmore, Pennsylvania. Uh, that being said, um, it should be a good pitching matchup tonight. Of course, the news of the day for Met fans or the news for the next 10 years, um, and, and uh, who knows, maybe thereafter, is the Francisco Lindor contract. Um, normally, I, I like my dear friend Mike Klein says, I am not uh, killing anybody for making uh, tons of money. Uh, pro sports is one of the true uh, supply side uh, examples of economics in the world. If you If there wasn't value to the team, they certainly wouldn't pay you. But $341 million uh, for 10 years, I originally thought that uh, 270 for 10 or 210 for 7 would be about right. Um, I thought 385 was an absurd ask. I thought 325 was an absurd ask. Um, but the Mets weren't going to fool around with this and sign a career 285 hitter with some power, really good power for a shortstop, uh, to a 10-year deal and have their shortstop for now and uh, uh, until I'm going to be 73 years old. Anyway, um, that being said, um, there's optimism again as a Mets fan this year. And uh, let's play ball. Um, we'll move quickly to the NCAA. Oh, one more note. How would you like to have, and this just got brought up to me again by uh, by my my dear friend Mike Klein, how would you like to be the Dodgers, be paying Trevor Bauer, who is a complete asshole, by the way, everybody knows that. I didn't want him on the Mets, even at a discount. I think he's bad for team chemistry. He opens his mouth too much for a pitcher that's 11 games over 500 lifetime with a 3.90 ERA. I always believe you are more what the back of your card or baseballreference.com looks like than um, your last uh, abbreviated year with a really good ERA pitching against the weakest part of the league. Then again, if it was so easy, everybody would do it. But the, the Dodgers are paying him $85 million 
over the next two years, guaranteed the way I see it, with an opt-out, player opt-out in year three for $17 million. So how would you like to be paying a guy on your pitching staff $40 million this year and he's not even your opening day starter? Wow, where have we gone uh, with the dollars in this sport? I just don't see a guy who's going to maybe start 30 games for you uh, getting $40 million. I am uh, always leery about pitchers in big numbers, but they continue to get them. Um, moving on to the NCAA, um, we have two relatively regional battles in the Final Four here. You've got Houston and Baylor uh, uh, matching up. I think Baylor's got too much firepower here. Houston struggles to score uh, against everybody, and uh, Baylor hasn't even played their best game yet. Um, and I think that this, quite frankly, I think this is a bit of a mismatch more so than than people would think. Um, we'll see. I've been wrong on almost every other front, but um, Houston does struggle to score. Uh, they do hold teams from scoring, but boy, they play some ugly games. Um, Gonzaga, uh, God forbid UCLA tries to go up and down with them. Um, I think the UCLA-Michigan game set basketball back to the high school days of the old Jersey Hills Conference where they're playing games in the low 50s and high 40s. 51-49 in today's world with the three is just an ugly, ugly game. Give UCLA credit and Mick Cronin for getting his players to play hard at the right time. And I think their little magic carpet ride, or actually a big magic carpet ride, goes up in smoke, and Gonzaga wins by 20 or more. I just think they're too good, um, and uh, I, I just can't see. I can't see anybody beating Gonzaga, but uh, we shall see. Um, real quickly, um, on to the Knicks. Last night is a game of uh, what I call just Knicks regression. The, the Timberwolves are horrible. Um, the Knicks made it. They uh, uh, got it down to a one uh, one possession game, and um, it was it was pretty ugly. I think it's kind of telling. Uh, just a little note from my friend Ed Wolf, who's a regular listener, that the uh, the Timberwolves uh, player interviewed after the game said that's exactly who they wanted to have shooting a jump shot. Out of that last possession, uh, they wanted Barrett to be shooting to to make him a jump shooter and have him shoot the ball. So that just tells you what the rest of the league, even the shitty teams, think of R.J. Barrett. But uh, he did get a, a reasonable look off. It was way short. Um, Would have liked to have seen him go to the rim and use his six eight length um, and try and get to the basket. So um, in any event, I hope you all have a great opening day. Um, and, uh, enjoy, uh, baseball all day long, it looks like, and, uh, try and stay warm out there. It's, uh, it snowed up here today. Um, it looks like it's over with, but we did get, uh, a little bit of snow this morning. So listen, have a great day, uh, signing off. See you later.